It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Sup, fellas? It's Mayor Justin Bibb. I just wanted to send a special message of congratulations for hosting one year of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I love the show, and I'm looking forward to coming back soon. Take care. Stay blessed. Peace. Thank you, Mayor Bibb. Here we are in the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We screwed, honestly, we just screwed up. And we, we played so many things yesterday. We screwed up and forgot to play Mayor Bibb yesterday. Mm. A huge insult to the mayor. Mike's going to be fired because of that. But, uh, <laughs> it is, uh, listen, there, we had so many videos yesterday. Yeah. I, I, we brought it in. Yeah, we had it, the system. I forgot. Yeah. He took the time to uh, record oh, we that. We appreciate that. We appreciate it. So we had to And play here today. we are. Do we yeah, think Mayor Bibb actually watches the show? Are he we does. buying no, that? No, no. I actually have uh, it on, not yes. every day, not a yeah. daily, but he does watch. I Especially love it. when there's certain topics of interest. In well, him. he's a big sports fan. You know, yeah, me, you, you know me and him are, um, you know, we're tight. You know, we talk about, you know, um, politics, and I give him advice on what he should do in his cabinet. So yeah, he I'm reaches sure. out to me um, sort of like uh, the Steve Bannon of the Democratic <laughs> Party. Wow. <laughs> That's how we go. Yeah. yeah You're yeah. his Steve Bannon? Yes, but I'm a I'm lot, well, I mean, lot less, it, lot less uh, divisive, and I don't go to jail for if reasons. That's, if that's so the case. it's just, just, you know. So you, you guys are. Well, I mean, that's my he my cousin, so you yeah. know, I I'm the one that got this his guy. I got his waves right. You know, I'll be telling him you got to wear a certain type of do rag. This you know, guy always you got to wear 360 this wave guy grease. You know, that this that guy. Murray stuff a little too thick, so you got to yeah. wear 360. This you got a brush. You got it's all about the angles of the brush, so you can get your waves to come all the way around. See, some yeah. people stuff don't even come all the way 360; it'd be stopping. So mm. I got to get him right. You know? All right, this you guy. guys will straighten him out. And we appreciate that he watches our new brand new gift. The calling uh, racing tires looks great on camera. Look at Man, that. Look at that. And it's a better. Looks, it's a great place to put our water. Yeah, this looks beautiful <laughs> on camera. It, this adds they are a whole, awesome. Can whole we, whole we can't plug them in. 
We don't have an extension cord for the one by Tyvis yet. So oh, of course it's me. But we want to light one up and not That's the other. That's true. They both they both light up. Well, or maybe next they light week. Up we will light them up when we have both, but I don't want to light right. up one and not the Fair other enough. yet. So that, we will, that's cool. in due time, have I love lit it. up Collie Racing end tables. All right, guys. Lots to get to today. We'll be talking about the Browns later in the show. Should they go after the now-vindicated punt god? And should they go after the quality running back, who uh, Cordero Patterson, who could be available uh, via trade? We'll get to that a little later. The Guardians with a win last night, 2 nothing. We'll get to, to that, what happened there. We'll get to the uh, the Cavs as well. But we got to begin with my bet there. Yeah, I lost well, yesterday. You let us down yesterday. You've mm. been on fire. It's okay to lose one, but you can't lose the people two or three times in a mm. row. So you're coming back with two bets today. And as always, your bet of the day is brought to us by our dear friends at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Hey, Ohio, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Right now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Because if you use deposit code SPORTS, you receive a second chance bet up to $500. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey and baseball to help you win big. Check them out at BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And on today's podcast, I do talk about the punt god, something we're going to talk about here as well, and the NBA playoffs. Check it out at BetRivers. Uh, all right, so I, I don't think I've lost baseball two days in a row a year. So I'm going with two games today. Hopefully we go 2-0. and Here we go. We got the Mariners. Luis Castillo, since they acquired him from Cincinnati, has been fantastic. The Rangers are having a surprisingly good season, but I can't remember who's out. Oh, Dane Dunning is pitching for the Rangers. Yes. He's, Dane Dunning was a starter last year. He was okay. He's been in the bullpen the whole year. And that's the Rangers' area of weakness is their bullpen. So you have a guy who's been a relief pitcher this year. He's not fully stretched out. He won't go deep into the game. The Mariners are starting to right the ship there. So I like the Mariners to win by two-plus runs. And I'm going with a big upset today. The Nationals plus 132. Obviously, the Nats have been one of the worst teams in baseball. Uh, but the Giants aren't very good either. They have Sean Manaya going. He's been terrible on the mound. The Nationals have a young pitcher that probably 95% of you have never heard of. His name is Josiah Gray. Um, he is He's a guy who's had a lot of uh, potential. They got him in one of their when, – when they were blowing up the team, one of their trades. I can't remember now which one. But uh, he's a really nice young pitcher, and he's pitched very well so far. It's no, no, nobody's talking about it because the team sucks, but he's pitched well, so I think they'll win the game today. All right, there you go. Those, those, that's the uh, best bets of the day. Mikey, what do you got for us? Yeah, we're going to start with the NFL schedule release, yeah. which is slated for tomorrow. Yeah. So we're going to play a little prediction game in a sec with how many primetime games we think the Browns will yeah. and should get. Talk about the games that have already been released. And yeah. as always, when we talk Browns, it's brought to us by Lincoln Electric, our dear, dear friends in the electrical manufacturing and welding fields. They are hiring for great jobs all across the board. Check them out today at a Lincoln Electric. Do you Friend want to start of mine is an executive at Lincoln Electric, by the way. It's a great company. They treat their employees very well. So if you if you are looking for a job, it's a great place to go. Uh, go ahead, Mike. You yeah, want do, to do you want to start with the games we know of? Yeah. That, out? So what Mike is alluding to is if you haven't been paying attention this morning, <laughs> the NFL has released. It, it's sprinkling out a couple of games, a couple mm. of special games. They've released the London games. They've released the Germany games because they're playing two games in Germany this year, guys. And they've also released the Black Friday game, which yeah. you're going to have an NFL Black Friday game for the first time, Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. 
So here are some of the games. I thought, guys, that I thought I was convinced the Bengals Chiefs was going to be the season I thought opener. The same thing. Instead, it's a New Year's Eve game. 425, which is still pretty cool. Let's start with that one. There. I don't like the fact it's week 17. I'm sorry. I don't. That's not week 17, is it? Yeah. It says week, it says 17, week 17 on the Adam Oh, it Shepard does. Because you never know who's going to play. We, we, last game oh. in the season, I believe, is the 7th yeah. of January. Oh, right? okay. But that late in the season. Oh, the season started a little I want to guarantee that we get a full-on Mahomes burrow. I, I agree. Any, no. Any I agree. Put your, hand, no. put your hand down. No. You roll. No. Yes. It's 18 weeks yeah. in the season. No. I, I get that. But what if What if at that point, Stop. Kansas City's 13 Starting quarter, three. Those guys are not going to sit for two weeks. Well, I, they don't do but, that. But they, not show every, they might not show everything that late in the season. Well, I, I'm with McNuggets is right. No. Y'all are wrong. Go ahead. Y'all are wrong. Tell, tell I mean, like wrong. He's, and then on top of that, you know, obviously, yeah, the offenses will be up and clicking and everything like that. Yeah. But if, if if at that time the your your standings is going to be what it's going to be, then it's nothing more, the nothing end, less. Well, the, yeah. the I want no. Bad job out of them. them no, it ain't. They're, they're being prisoners of the now. Somebody might want, be hurt they by the end. They want their Christmas present. But it's that. But you really rolling the dice. That game. What, we, what did we learn as we went along in the season when, when they did the schedule before? We learned that you need teams to play games that matter. Chiefs Bengals has always traditionally mattered because those teams are vying for what? Home field throughout That's the right. playoffs. That's nothing else. G is right. They'll be playing for home field. They'll be playing for home field. So you guarantee they're going to play their guys. They're going to have – it's so going to be a game. It, it wouldn't be a good game if it was the first game of the year? No, it doesn't have the – It certainly would be. It'd be, but, it'd be good <laughs> so but I love it. Yeah, I, I agree. In a perfect world, I'd rather it be week 16 and 17. But the when's the it's very rare that teams sit guys week seventeen and eighteen. No, that doesn't have you'd have to have a pretty big lead to be sitting your starting quarterback for two. Because first of all, if you sit your starting quarterback and you're the one seed, if you sit him two weeks, he's not gonna play for a month. No, nobody's doing that. But so those, they, well, don't you think if let's say these two teams are two of the best teams and right. you know they're on a collision course in the playoffs, week seventeen so late in the season. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If Now maybe if it's 12-4 and four and 13-3 and three at that point and home field is up in the cards, then yeah, it could pan out that way. But you could also look at it on the other side and say, yeah, we're not going to show everything because we're on a collision course. It, it's postseason. always possible. I think the odds are the game will be will be meaningful to both teams, I, most likely. Well, this is what I will say. Okay. I will say this, okay? Yeah. And my, my opinion means nothing to a lot of people, but I will say that Kansas City is the defending champs. Um, they have, they've been running their division for quite some time. I think right. that our division, AFC North, has gotten significantly better. So I don't know. If Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati will be the hungrier team at that point of the season. 
because I think they'll be still fighting for trying to get up in the play. I think at that point, Kansas City will probably already be solidified going to the playoffs. I don't agree with that. I do. Yeah. I do. Because you, I mean, listen, who is the threat over there that's going to knock them I still think the Chargers are really good. It's football. Uh, yeah. Y'all got to cut it out. It's what you gonna I can't win. believe y'all it's right football, now. Boy. I'm not even, I'm not even going to count out the Broncos <laughs> yeah, yeah. if if what's his name? Uh, I just forgot his name. The coach. Or the, Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Sean Payton. Like, it oh, would I shock me if he got Russell Wilson turned around. It would to me. You uh, gonna, in, in, I know you hate Russell Wilson. I don't hate him. <laughs> I don't hate him at all. If, in, in the NFL, you're going to lose three or four games that you shouldn't lose. You're going to win three or four games that you probably should have won. When you look at it traditionally, a couple yeah. years ago, one of the best games in the NFL was, was the Bengals versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Right. The Chiefs at the Bengals, right? They yeah. needed to get in. Joe Burrow throws for 500 yards. These teams, and by the way, about the whole saving stuff, yeah. there's no saving stuff in football. No, yeah. It's week to week. No, no, you, no. you play as hard as you can. That's right. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, I, yes. got it. I know a team in Cleveland that tell you that's a lot. Well, listen, those teams don't really win that much. And by the way, like, the if, if you talk, if you take away, like, the obviously there's natural rivalries, Raiders and Chiefs and Steelers and Brown, all these that, but like if you talk about rivalries that have been built by yep. the quality the of the teams, right it's the best one in the in football. We, I mean, the teams don't like each other. the The left tackle for the Chiefs just went to the Bengals this offseason. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of bad blood there. They played each other in a lot of big games. I get you guys are right. It's possible that the game won't be meaningful, but I think the odds of that are are small. If it happens, well, you're right, and they screwed up. But I, I think there's a 90% chance that's a meaningful. Why couldn't it have been 16? Because they wanted it to be New Year's. I mean, think about if it that game. Christmas Day, though. If that game. That would have been better. If that game's meaningful. Everybody watching 4.30 on New Year's Day. Everybody watching. New Year's Eve. Excuse me. They, they did it's right. going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy. Well. It's going to be crazy. All right, let's talk about some of the other games that have been. Now, none of the Browns games have been released. Because the Browns aren't playing. Well, they haven't. They haven't put out the Thanksgiving schedule yet. They ain't got no games. All right, here's the international schedule. Uh, anything exciting here? The Jaguars always play a couple in international. Right. They're playing the first time ever they're playing back-to-back -back games in London. Wow. Two different stadiums in London, but they're staying over on right. the other side of the pond in Week Four. Okay. Week Falcons, Jaguars, Jaguar, Jaguars, Bills. That's a good game, but the fact that it's in London is whatever. I don't think good about the London games is when they play them at like 930 because it's another window of football to yeah, watch another game. I agree. Uh, do, you, do you believe I, I think this is a, a thing where they're trying to make Jacksonville be the yeah, English, the team there, the, the team there. Right? I was actually listening to um, NFL radio this morning on Sirius and I can't remember who was hosting the show, but the guy was saying that when Jacksonville plays a home. So the games in Europe are kind of run by the league, almost mm -hmm. like, not to the same level, but almost like the Super Bowl. It's almost like kind of a neutral game, mm -hmm. even though one team's home. When the Jaguars play a home game in, in England, it's different. They're the home team, mm -hmm. like clearly. Like, it's their people working the stadium wow. and stuff like that. And apparently, there's like a weekly Jaguars football show in England. Wow. Well, that's pretty cool, wow. actually. Like, you know. That, I don't know how I would feel about it if I was a Jaguars fan, but yeah. I've, I've always really, really, really always wanted, ever since it came out in Madden, when you could yeah. put teams in Mexico City or yeah. Germany, I've always wanted a team in London. I just feel like 
that's the best way to. It, the it Euro feels like League. that's the next expansion. Yeah. Then they that have they a put Euro, a whole division. Wasn't it a Euro League? It was before? in it for Europe. Right, yeah. but no, but you're saying like have a di- NFL division that play that's a European. So league. like we would we would play like how would that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa what you talking about? Talking about Are you, ta- you saying like so? It was the AFC Midwest, but no, they play in London. The, yeah. The AFC Far <laughs> East. Never. Like no. Never. Why not? You think I because people got kids and they got families. Well, so you so if they play a West Coast team or a team like Kansas you'd stay City, out there. You, you'd be out there Titus, for a while. Is a, are you kidding me? Are you kidding the NFL me? NFL will do anything to make more money and the players will agree to anything to make I more money. I ain't going over. You what? think I'm going over there for Well, you're not playing weeks? anymore. They're going. To, why, why would you? It's a it's a it's You a could move vacation. your whole family. If you played in England, you can move your whole family to England or Germany or Spain or wherever the hell don't else. Don't you got to get a don't you, don't you got to get like a visa or something? Yeah. Not if you well, whatever. <laughs> the NFL don't work in it. Man, like, like, so I'm going to move my family. How many baseball and hockey players <laughs> are from other countries I'm that come move here? my family yeah. to Europe for six months. Why not? No. Probably better than the place no. people are living here. No. Absolutely not. Go ahead, Mikey. We got 15 minutes before Anakin Sorenstan joins us. Yeah. So let's get to the Brown side That's of right. this. That's right. I didn't tease that. The legendary female yeah, legendary, golfer is going to be on the list. The women's golfers joining us. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with the Browns real quick with this. We'll get to the other games later in the show. Okay. When we go back to Fair football, enough. but we do have to talk Browns. We'll start with this question for the panel: How many games do you think the Browns will get in prime time in the 2023 season? Will, one, not, one. Should, not should, but will. One versus the Bengals. I'm going to say mm. two. I think they get a Thursday nighter and a Monday nighter. Bengals one, and the Ravens the yeah, other. Yeah, Baltimore be the only other one I see. Mm. Well, let me see. A, a couple little birdies have already jumped in my in my in my inbox, and they've they've already given me what they believe to be leaked information. <laughs> and one of the games that I believe is leaked information is they're saying that they are going to have the Jets playing the Browns on prime time. And they're trying to drum up the fact that uh, it's Aaron Rodgers and the Browns melted down in the worst way possible last year against the Jets. Now, I've saw that schedule. I didn't think that was, might be a thing, but I didn't want to just keep jumping on the, on the bandwagon. Mm. I'm not going to give you – I'm going to go with the Jets, uh, and then I'm going to go with the Ravens. And, so, then, and the Ravens is obvious because of Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, Lamar Jackson is he, – he got his bag because of Deshaun Watson in his 230. They'll have them both in there talking, but that, that's a really cool game. That's a cool game. So I got the Jets in there. Uh, Real quick on G's uh, schedule leak. I yeah. did see one going around that had a lot of traction yesterday. It is totally fake. Look, it I said figured. they were playing the Phoenix Cardinals, not the Arizona Cardinals. So that was your first dead giveaway for the, I think, 400 people I saw that retweeted it. Yeah. It is totally fake. Don't believe any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've received, uh, I've received seven different ones in my inbox. <laughs> Uh, as the Duke of Knee Jerk, uh, it is my yeah. responsibility at, to knee jerk behind the scenes before I do it in public. Yeah. So I'm having a, a, the knee jerk staff look over that stuff with a fine tooth comb. You, you got to have, like, the, here's the reality. Obviously, the team is most important to us. But the reality is across the league, the Browns this year at the moment are not a huge story. Um, first of all, to, to get a lot of primetime games, you have to be an excellent team. And the Browns, right now, people, the average person probably thinks they're a mediocre team. I, well, Not excellent. 
I actually don't think you got to be an excellent. I just think you got to just have or you got or that's one star of the reasons. Okay. I'm giving you a few reasons. Number two, there's got to be a big time storyline. Mm. Yes. Last year there was because of Watson. Now he's still here, but we're not talking about nationally. Watson's not going to get discussed right. like he was last year. Yes. Right. Right. He will here, but not nationally. So that's not as big a story. And then it's popularity of the team. Now the Browns do have a national following, uh, especially with older fans. But it's not like, you know, it's not like a New York team or, you know, whatever, like the Steelers, some of these teams that are, are more popular nationally than the Browns are. I would say the Browns, the Browns are popular nationally, definitely. But they're more in the, the lower end of the upper echelon of popularity more than the top, I think. So all those things combined to me means the Browns won't have a lot of primetime games because there's bigger, there's, there's teams that more people are interested in. That you got to think about, like what teams are the are the neutral fans interested in? You know, like for us, besides the the Browns and we'll say the Bengals for me, mm-hmm. like of the other thirty two teams, who are we most interested in in seeing in prime time I and think, for whatever reason? I think that they will be guaranteed one, and I think that they'll get flexed into another one. If well, they, if now they, that's you know if they're a good team, if they do well yeah. and they do what we think that they're supposed to do, I think. You know, one of those weeks, 16, 17, 18, maybe not 18 because 18, everybody plays early. 16 or 17 yeah. gets flexed into a night game. And because obviously they always got it scheduled that one team is going to be this and they don't pan out. Right, and right. they end up flexing them out of that spot. So I think that the Browns, if they do what we think and Deshaun Watson is playing like he's supposed to and the play calling is going well and that defense is electric, then they will find a way to get them in a prime. Absolutely, because the Browns are popular enough that if Deshaun Watson is playing really well and the Browns are better than the average fan thinks they're going to be, then there's certainly a possibility of that. I, I will take it a step further. The Browns have the bo- the biggest boomer bust capabilities of any team in the league. If if the Browns, if, if Deshaun Watson is coming for the first three days, first three or four games, he comes out, you know, hot, like fish grease. It'll set up a conundrum. <laughs> yeah, that's hot grease, bro. That is hot. Um, if, if you set up a conundrum because the, the mainstream media does not want to talk <clears throat> about Deshaun Watson at all. You could actually actually see it in, in the way they write stories. They say dumb stuff like, well, Deshaun Watson is what he is, and I'll just put, I'll put the Browns at 25th as the 25th best team because, no, you just have to come out and say it. You just don't like what the allegations Deshaun Watson are. Um, you can't use 230 anymore. You you just specifically have to just say it when it comes to that. And so when you look at it. But in ha- fairness, the Browns weren't good last year. Yes. But so here's the yeah. thing. So in fairness, they don't have to talk about them, right? If you're right. not good, they could just put. But if you are now good, now <laughs> you have to start to think because what will happen is if you got Deshaun Watson playing these games and he's hot and they said, man, after four games, it looked like Deshaun Watson is the real MVP of the league. Deshaun Watson. Don't let that be the story. And then, <laughs> then you have to pivot and say, well, dang, well, we don't got him on TV like that. Yep. And the more you don't have him on TV, that that groundswell starts to happen. You start to get people mentioning it. Because by the way, the Browns are very popular when it comes when they're when they're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. When they had Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr., they was on Callan Cowherd every day. They well, was on I mean, Skip. well, listen to who you just said. The Browns. 
have created a lot of controversy over yes, the years. Yeah, and if Deshaun Watson plays well, it will become a huge story. It will be a huge thing. Right. And then it will On get the to, other hand, if he plays poorly, it, the Browns are completely off the and, radar. And then then they will blow them up and get them out of here. And right, try right, to be, right. Yeah. But I will say this. This is the biggest story in the world right here. Even if Deshaun Watson is the best player in the game and he comes out and throws for 5,000 yards or something stupid and the Browns are demonstrably better and they are a, a first round by type team. The story will be, can you give Deshaun Watson the MVP? <coughs> because I said it after <laughs> the allegations last year happened. I, I think that they will never give him the MVP. Well, did did listen, Tom Brady I mean, get we got a long way to go from did, he was crappy last year to be in the MVP. Wait a minute. Did Tom Brady get the MVP the year he was suspended for the four games for deflate gate? No, no, I thought yeah. he did. I don't remember. Honestly, I don't, I don't care. Think any players I, I, I think those storylines are to me are blown. I, I don't really care about those things personally. I, I get what you're a lot of people do. I'm, a lot in the minority. People. I'm in the minority on that. But you know what? If he plays well enough to be in conversation, I'm not going to care about that. I'm going to care about if Deshaun wants to go out there and throw for something incredible and the Browns are a top play in a playoff team. He has no. They got to give it to him. If the Browns' biggest problem is Deshaun Watson didn't win the MVP, right. when he should have. That's not really a problem. <laughs> yeah. can, can you imagine McNuggets? Yeah. They got to give it. Can you imagine? Because here's what all is going to happen is the Browns have never had a caliber player like that. So what will happen yeah. is the groundswell will be so big, and, and Browns fans do feel a I little think jaded. He, I think he'd still win, but you know what? Who, who gives a crap? Because let him play one game at Hall of Fame level. <laughs> right, uh, uh, you know, Hall of Fame, Hall right? Of Fame, yeah. yeah, let him play. Let, him, let it sound wrong in my head. MVP. Let him play one game at MVP level. It's Hall hard of Fame for level. him to even say yeah. Hall of Fame and Deshaun Watson. We got yeah, right. We got to see that it. level. We got to see. I do think he's going to be very good this year. I don't think he's going to win MVP, but I think he's going to be very good. Well, but he's got to do it. I just Let's think it's. I don't. I just think that he don't. Will he ever be Houston Deshaun Watson again? I don't know because he better I, be. Does he have to be like yes. that good? Better than yes. that. He got to be better than Houston be, because to be successful. Because he, he got more weapons here. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't good as Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes got better. Like he, when, even when they was in his prime, he wasn't better than Mahomes. The AFC is as good as it's been. The quarterbacks in the AFC are better than we've what seen was. In what was. Can I get He's got to be great. You McNuggets, can't win what's the Deshaun Watson's best statistical season. Give me that when you uh, get a chance. It was, I think it was 19. No, I just want to hear the numbers. Yeah, I just want to hear the numbers. Uh, his best season ever, statistically speaking, was the 2020 season. He played 16 games, and that was still when it was a 16-game schedule. Yeah. Before it went to 17. The Texans went 4-12. and 12. He threw for 5,000 yards, right? Very close. He had a oh. 70% completion percentage. He threw for 4,823 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And on the ground, he added uh, 2020. He added 444 rushing yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, they need that guy. So 36 touchdowns Damn. and seven picks. That's what they need. He throw for that. That's the MVP right there. That, that, well, dude, we, and granted, granted, real quick, and this is not – this is just a caveat with those numbers. They went 4-12. and 12. A lot of those were fourth quarter. They were down sure. big. Sure. But he, stat padding numbers, but he was phenomenal. His, some of it, some of listen, there's always stat padding in the NFL yeah. from everybody. I mean, 70% completion. That's goal. ridiculous. He, he, you know, he's got to play. He, statistically, we need to see numbers similar to that. But they ain't going to do that because Nick Chubb is still a factor here. See, Deshaun Watson didn't have a run game back in Houston. He, 
That's fine. He, had he doesn't D-hop have those exact same numbers, Fuller. but they got to be close. We need. 40. I don't care what kind of running. Joe Mixon. So what? what what's Joe, your, hey, hey, Joe Mixon's a good back. What's your, Joe Burrow still puts up huge what's numbers. What's your benchmark? What is he? Right. He's got to he, throw for 46, 4,700 yards at least. And how many touchdowns? And 30 40. touchdowns. 42. Wow, 40's a, I'm, not, I'm not asking for 40. Hey, listen. Look, 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 look. Get your knees together. 40. Look. I, I want to see a minimum of 30. The knees. 40. The knees. 40. For me, for me it's 30-something 30, it's 30 42, touchdowns. 42, He should average about two touchdowns per game. So you Come say 30, 34. 34. How many quarterbacks threw for 40 touchdowns last year? Zero. Uh, one. one. How many? Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes was the only one. No one else threw for more than 35. Who threw 35? Who threw 35? Burrow and Allen. Now, Burrow only played 16 games. <laughs> so did Allen. Look at Sean. Wait a minute. Knowing what you know now, what did he need? It was cold last year. Knees. 30-something <laughs> touchdowns. Knees. <laughs> uh, so get back To get back yeah. to uh, the schedule question. So we all told us, we all get questions. How many games do you think they will get in primetime? Two. For the show, yeah, Kyvis right. and Bobo said they should get none. None. They ain't deserve Not one. They should get one. Tyvis is saying none. none. They, they got to show it to me first. Yeah. I mean, they should get Because it's, it's no point of them getting a, a primetime game, and if they look like they did last year. No, then... that's fair. That's Come on, fair. man. Come on, man. Listen, let's not act like. What? Let's not. Let's... I will say that the one, when they played the, the Bengals on that Monday night, they were unbelievable. That was so, the best game in And I think. How many primetime games did they get last year? One or two? They played two, the Chiefs, two. Not the Chiefs, the Steelers on Thursday night football. And they won them both. The Bengals on Monday night football. Yeah. Did they play a Sunday night or no? I feel like they did play a Sunday nighter. Did they play a Sunday? I, they I did, don't think they did. No, wait, maybe they did. What were you saying, G? I'm well, they play well. Maybe they, they do need it. Games. I take I'm, back my I'm, statement. They won seven games so, last so, year. So and, bo- and two of them was Monday. It was uh, prime time game. The question is should. The question is should. Listen, here's my thing, bro. Even if you take that, listen, we had a JV squad last year. The whole 17 they, games. They nobody want to see Jacoby Brissett throwing a rock around, bro. They, <laughs> they like, come on, man. Like that, we, we ain't trying to see that. And then we even had no good playbook where we even was conducive to. We was just play action. They right? six tight ends. But going into the season, the Browns coming off a bad year. You don't know what to expect for Watson. Hey, you I don't like, think to say the Browns the should Ravens be on four a games. Sunday night football game. It was three last year. It was, so it was three. Yeah. Late in the season, Sunday Night Football. So here's my thing. So we lost one. So, so we two I, and one. So even if you say two or three, or you have give it three, I'll give you a reason why you should be the Browns should be on TV. I, last time I checked, they got pretty much a top one, two, three defensive player in Miles Garrett, right? Okay. Uh, you do have the best running back in the league, right? Nick Chubb, who everyone loves, right? And you do. We just got done talking about you got a quarterback that at one point in time. That was one of the best quarterbacks in the right, entire game. At the moment, there's 10, 12 quarterbacks people like more. Okay, but if, if you get nobody really cares about Miles Garrett. It's like nobody is the average football fan putting on that game to watch Miles Garrett. Sure, average football fan <laughs> watches games to bet and play fan and for fantasy football. Well, here's the thing: you got you, we, <laughs> we hear we hear terrible. We hear, <laughs> we, when you hear Pittsburgh Steelers, we hear T.J. Watt all the time. All the time, like they, he just pops up. Game change. Like, you, like you. I wouldn't put the Steelers on. I wouldn't put the Steelers on prime time. Period. I put them I versus know, the Ravens for sure. My, do you think people go watch Michael Parsons? Yes. 
Why, why, why wouldn't you say they go to watch Miles Garrett? Then? I don't think they go. I, also, I don't Mike, think, also, Michael Parson plays for Dallas. I don't think okay. da- Dallas is a much is a I, very popular team. Exactly. It's like but one of the I don't think anybody, I, not anybody, but I, don't, I, I think the majority of people that are just put up would put on a random night game are not watching it because of one good defensive player. Do I, don't, you, I don't believe okay, that. Okay, well, look. look do, do, I know you guys both play defense. No, yeah, well, you're, you're wrong. Offense. You're absolutely So, So, Dion didn't have everybody looking Dion, at the TV? Okay, thank you very I'll much. Dion. Don't, no, do no, 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 no. don't do that. Don't do that. Dion was a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> You player. said it, it, ain't nobody turning on to see a one defensive player. player. Dion had everybody look. different then because defense – in those days, people would turn on for defense more. Nowadays – They don't want to see – they don't want to see Chubb? Some people, the majority of the average <laughs> fans, it's gambling and it's fantasy. They I don't mean, want. They want to see scoring. So, so you got you got one of the best. You got one of. You but Chubbalicious is not. Uh, <laughs> did you just remix that? I did that. I, I love Nick Chubb. Chubbalicious. But in terms of fantasy football, Nick Chubb is not elite. Fantasy wise, yeah. I wouldn't say Deshaun that. Deshaun Watson could be, but so my it could be, but and, and, there's and, guys we know are already and, going into. Amari and, Cooper is really good at fantasy. He's good. He's not elite. And, and when, will you cut it out? What's and, wrong with you? <laughs> and wouldn't you just want to play? Like I would, if I was a regular fan, yeah, I would want to see this guy who everybody is talking about. That's such a stirring the controversy. Which is Deshaun Watson. But, I the heard. Brown, but we're talking about going into the season. To me, until they're good. That's not wouldn't be on the top of the list if I'm a neutral person of teams I want to see. Now, if they get off to a good start, and now Deshaun Watson becomes a big story because if he plays, either way he's going to become a story. If he plays like crap, people, right? People are going to pile on, true, and 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 crap on him. But if he plays well, it's going to be this where people are going to have to talk about how well he's playing. At the same time, they're going to be mad because that's people why, are and, against and him. That's when he gonna and get then flexed. it becomes a big story. And then they're worthy of being on more. Hey, like, Jace, like, but not going into the season. Like, like going into the season, I'll just give play devil's advocate. There are people when Jay gets here, he'll tell you. He's already said. They already got this baked in. If he doesn't play well, this is the worst trade. NFL history. No, they said if he don't no, win a Super false. Bowl. What, what, but but no, he, he said if he don't win a Super Bowl. No, 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 no. The worst, no, the he, worst trade in NFL history was Ricky Williams getting yes. traded for the entire draft. No, that was a bad one, but that's not the worst. That the is, worst he, trade, gave, he gave up every pick. No, no, no. The for worst Ricky trade Williams. was the Herschel Walker trade with the Cowboys and Vikings. That led to the that led to the Cowboys winning three Super Bowls. The Vikings gave up a million draft picks for Herschel Walker, and it was a running back. It was, it was that was the worst trade. The one you mentioned is probably the second worst. <laughs> this would be bad. Obviously, if he if he's not good, it's going to be bad. But the worst trade of all time, no way. Go ahead. We got to put a wrap on our schedule talk because yeah. we have a legendary guest about to join us, and today. Our legendary guest is brought to us by Lorraine Community College. Lorraine Community College, your classes, your future. Register now for summer and fall classes. You can learn more at LorraineCCC.edu. By, by the way, more. I'm going to embarrass you in front of our guest because Mike has now screwed up Lorraine Community, uh, Lorraine Community College as I, I just up. screwed up. You've screwed it. You keep saying Lorraine Community College. It's Lorraine County Community College. Oh, Lorraine County Community College. I forgot Come to see. Now. I apologize. Well, listen, yeah. something I did not forget yeah, is wins in the illustrious career of our Hall of Fame guest joining us now, the GOAT of women's golf, maybe one of the GOATs in the history of sports in general, Annika Sorenstein. How are you doing today, Annika? Hello, everybody. I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, you are, well, there's a few reasons we have you on, Annika, but the first one is you, uh, coincidentally, for, uh, ha- your husband is from East Palestine, correct? Correct. 
Correct. Did I pronounce it right? It is Palestine, right? Not Palestine, correct? If you're a local, you know it's East Palestine and not. That's kind of a sign of you know where you're from or not. (laughs) Okay, I got you. And so you are doing uh, a fundraiser to raise money after the terrible train accident that took place there. Uh, tell, Tell us more about it, please. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, first of all, for having me. Yeah, so obviously when it happened, you know, a few months ago, we were just in shock. Couldn't believe that this was happening in this country, happening in Mike's, you know, his, his hometown and, and the de- devastation of these people living there from all kinds of perspectives. You know, Mike said, I want to do something, I'll do something. And eventually we said, well, why don't we, why don't we do a golf tournament, raise some money, you know, uh, raise some awareness and give these people some love. So it's now Annika for East Palestine. So we're putting a golf day together. And, uh, you know, obviously we, we feel very fortunate to be able to do that. And Ed Moransky, who is the kind of the owner of the, the Lake Club, you know, Mike called him and he said, sure, I'm in, what can I do? So uh, we now have this golf tournament, May 15th is coming up just in a few days, we'll be there. We got uh, other celebrities there. We have people helping out, you know, obviously raising a lot of money and all the money's gonna go to United Way of Youngstown. Um, and it, I'm reading here, cause I'm gonna make sure I'm saying it right, pass through the, the way station. Um, because it's this is so important. I mean, these people are stuck in this town. Many of them own homes, they can't sell it. Nobody's moving to East Palestine. So how can we help provide some support? And I think we're gonna be able to do that through this golf tournament. So uh, we're super excited and obviously very thankful for all the support and coverage so far, but uh, this is a big deal. We wanna do something. You know, Annika, when you look at East Palestine and just, you know, some of the things that's been going on there for for years, um, do you think uh, that there is, I I would say, um, the media and especially the sports media does not really necessarily bring that much light to it. I think a lot of people don't kind of understand what the plight of is in East Palestine and in the Middle East in general. Um, and do you think that, um, you know, we should be talking more about the uh, things that happen there um, and, and kind of shed light on some of the some of the different things that are going on and, and, and people who are trying to help like yourself? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I honestly feel like nobody really knows what the future is going to be because this is have not happened before. And, <laughs> and I'm rushing it, you know, under the mat. But if, you know, you've talked to locals, I mean, they're having all kinds of diseases showing up and you know the fish are dying in the lakes and the birds are flying off the trees and landing on the ground and you know kids are just feeling you know super insecure and i mean i think this needs to be addressed for you know not just for east palestine but for the future of this country knowing like if something like this happened what can we do we got to prevent this i think it's it's a very toxic environment you know in a lot of different ways and um you know the more we can bring this to the forefront the better and i mean of course we you know we're happy we have some partners to help us out doing this but i think people understand the urgency uh you know the importance of something like this i know we've had some other uh trained derailment since and it just seems like okay this is just another hum hum day but this is not for these locals i mean this is their livelihood this is where you know this is where they make their home and so you know, I just feel like this is one way to do it and bring people together. And, um, you know, I know Ohio is known for, you know, for they're known for the bond and they're, they're known for supporting each other. And I know that East Palestine and even, you know, the Lake Club, I mean, everybody's just so excited to be able to do something. Annika, you know, you're being a golf legend. Talk about some of the things that you had to overcome, you know, being a female golfer. And is there any advice that you could give, you know, female golfers that's looking to follow your steps? Well, thank you very much. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm very lucky to 
to have turned my hobby into a lifestyle and something I enjoy doing. And, you know, I've been traveling around the world, living my dream as, as much as possible. And uh, when I joined the tour in 1994, I really didn't know I could win a single golf tournament. And obviously looking back, it's been a, a terrific career and I'm super proud of it. And, you know, I just think of, you know, other young girls that I mentor through the Annika Foundation is, you know, try to live your dream, you know, work hard, there are no shortcuts to success, go out there with a vision and believing in yourself. And, um, you know, I think that's important, not just, you know, as a golfer, obviously, but anything you want to do in life. And, and, but it's, you know, it's the commitment and the discipline and, you know, op doors open. And I, I know for a fact that a lot of athletes, young girls, especially, you know, if they have a sports background, whether it's high school or college, you know, they're going to do really well in business. A lot of C-suite positions are filled with athletes. So we just try to encourage and motivate, you know, the next generation of young girls to do it because I think it's going to help them. And, you know, I look at the things that I'm doing now. I mentioned the foundation. You know, I mentioned some of the other businesses I do. And I'm proud to say that Fizzy Bees is the new vodka-based classic uh, cocktails that we're making. And they're going to be a big supporter of Annika for East Palestine. So if you're going to head out there, people that are listening, you will can enjoy Cosmo, Margarita, Mosca, Mule, Mojito. Uh, it's our treat. And, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, a terrific day. You guys use honey instead of sugar. Is that correct? Yeah, we use organic honey and, uh, you know, because my husband, Mike, he has, there you go, he has a lot of allergies. So, you know, instead of putting sugar in, he puts, you know, honey in his tea and it's really killed all his allergies, so to speak. He doesn't have any allergies anymore. So I said, why don't we make cocktails with honey? Make it somewhat a healthier, <laughs> healthier <laughs> drink in your area. Just so you know, you can buy, you know, in Heinen's and Bueller's and Drug Mart. Um, there's a few places to find them in your area. Ohio is actually our first uh, state to introduce fizzy bees. So yeah, we try to be, um, you know, try to be a healthy choice for people. We're actually going to sponsor the Lake Erie Crushers. Also, they're starting, you know, their their right. season as you That's know, nice. just in a few yeah. days. Mm -hmm. be able to that. So, so Annika, how did you get into that? Are you guys, uh, you know, connoisseurs of spirits? Do you, you know, like wine? Or how did you get into, um, you know, just the distribution and creation of something like uh, fizzy bees? Yeah, good question, because it certainly not wasn't on my radar if you asked me a few years ago. <laughs> I right. think COVID brought it out. Yeah, COVID brought it out of us. Uh, we were just kind of a little bit bored at home, and, and I like to cook, though, and I started nutrition in school, and but we do like to have a good time and entertain. So, you know, we started to make some, uh, some drinks at home in the kitchen because we felt like the RTDs, which are ready-to-drink cocktails out there, they really didn't have any flavor. A lot of them were watered down. It was just like sparkling water with a little touch of something and and but then we looked for other drinks and they had 360 calories and 30 grams mm. of sugar and i looked at my husband mike i said there has to be something in between and that's if we can't find them we're gonna make our own and you can imagine he just shook his head and said sweetie we don't need any more project you're such a busy bee <laughs> well that's really how this name came about and how the drinks came about and so we made them in ohio we hired a marketing company in ohio and now we're selling you know full force in cleveland columbus and and yeah. and uh you know down in cincinnati and toledo so we use superior up in your area and it's been a great partnership and hope to continue to pollinate a little bit more i gotta tell you i interviewed when you were early in your career and i was in college I was in college from 96 to 2000 and you were in a tournament. I don't even remember where it was. I, it was somewhere in upstate New York and you were in a tournament. I remember Nancy Lopez was there toward, you know, later in her career. And I interviewed you. I interviewed her. It was an amazing experience for me as college in college to be, in, to be able to interview professional athletes. 
and you were also not. I was in a scrum of a bunch of different reporters, but my experience, especially earlier in my career when I was a little nervous and inexperienced, it was much easier to interview f- women's athletes because generally they were nicer to you than the men's athletes were. And you were, I remember you being very nice and Nancy Lopez, who had been playing for a long time, had been very nice. And that was a great experience. So 20, uh, 30 years later, almost, I'd like to say thank you for that. Well, thank you. And I can <laughs> tell you, I, uh, I'm sure I was nervous too. So I think both of us have come a long way. So I feel like we'll, we can handle this a better now with a little practice and a little experience. That's right. That's right. Mikey, go ahead. Annika, I have a friend who works in the content department with the LPGA, so I texted her this morning and asked, hey, we have the GOAT on with us today. What, what do I have to ask her about? And she alerted <laughs> me to the fact that you have your own tournament now on the LGPG, wow. LPGA Tour excuse me, called the Annika, the Annika. That's the biggest flex in the history of the world. The tournament just named after you yeah, and your Annika. <laughs> Did you come up with that name yourself? Did they approach you with the name just to – Name it the Annika, or how did it come to the conclusion that we're just going to name it? You know, she's the greatest woman's golf forever. We're just going to call the tournament the Annika. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for pointing that out. Actually, I'm going to give my husband all the credit. 100% goes to him. He's been trying to get a tournament for me for a long time just to continue the legacy and my partnership with the LPGA, but also raise awareness for the Annika Foundation. We are the main, um, you know, beneficiary of the event. But, yes, you're right. It's going to be in Tampa uh, at the Pelican. Uh, it's... Uh, driven by GameBridge. So we have great supporters, great owners, and uh, I'm super excited. It's obviously an honor to put put my name on a tournament like that. So uh, hopefully this will be many years to come, but thanks for pointing that out. Annika, I was, our executive producer was telling us a story that apparently one time you were being introduced at the beginning of a, an event, and somebody said, here's one of the greatest women's golfers of all time. And then somebody from the crowd, I guess, spoke up and said, she's the best of all time. And it was Jack Nicholas, right? <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I'll take that, uh, I'll take that compliment. It's funny you mentioned that because we were actually heading down to um, Jupiter or West Palm area to meet the Nicholas. And our kids were very small at that time. And I was going to hang out with Mr. Nicholas to do something with some other people. And then my husband introduced our kids to, you know, this is, you know, uh, this is Barbara. This is, you know, Jack's wife, and he's the best golfer ever. And our son turned to daddy and said, no, mommy's the best golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Annika, do you got any tips for me? Uh, you know, last he's a terrible. Now, listen, wait, 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 before he asks this question. Oh, yeah, she's got to see the give video. Me, give me the swing. Uh, we have the greatest maybe she's golfer of all time. She don't need to see it. No, she has to see it. don't need to see it. In the NFL, oh, my I would rate his golf swing here. Oh, my you can play it, Anthony. All right, let me see. Okay, set up. Oh, yes, yes, the club did go flying into the water. It was, Don't you I think had, work on balance in football? I had some popcorn that day, you know, and it was hot. You know, my hands were sweaty. I was nervous. This was actually my first time swinging on a live golf golf course. Can you, know, you give I, him some I did tips? top golf a lot, like a, like two times before this, but this was the first time I was live in action, and that was my first swing ever. And yeah, that's you know that's how I went. Well, then I'm gonna give you a mulligan. Looks pretty good, but next time focus a little bit on your posture when you finish. Make sure you kind of turn your whole body to the target. Other than that, keep it up. See turn your whole body. So I got. So you're set. You're telling what? me there's a chance. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Nah. What's she telling me? She's just the, being nice. She's not she, calling you. Hey, listen, if I hold on to the club, who knows what would have happened? Yeah, you would have hit it fifty yards. Yeah. Uh, Annika, what is your favorite golf movie of all time? 
Do you have one? Oh, Pretty Happy uh, Gilmore is pretty funny. I've seen it a few times. It's funnier the, the more often you see it. I mean, it's just make. I wouldn't say they make fun of golf, but you know, for people that might not understand, I think they really get the hang of it. I think so. It's kind of fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, it gives you a laugh. I mean, the best the best scene is when Bob Barker beats the crap out of <laughs> Adam Sandler and <laughs> the celebrity tournament. Uh, tell us again before we let you go, Annika. Tell us again about what's going on in East Palestine and how people can get involved. Yes, uh, please tune in. It's uh, Annika for East Palestine. It's our fundraiser, May 15th. It's going to be at the Lake Club in Poland. And uh, Fizzy is a sponsor. We got some celebrities coming. Jim Tressel, uh, Bob Stoops, Warren Sapp to be there. Uh, you can participate. We have a website. Obviously, go to AnnikaForEastPalestine.com, uh, I believe. Check it out. Um, we appreciate any support, uh, money, resources, gifts, whatever, or just talk about it and spread the word. Uh, it's coming up on, on, on Monday here, the 15th. Thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck with the tournament and raising money for a, a worthy cause. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you very much for having me, and keep having fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We will. Uh, she did not like your swing there, Ty. She was, did. She was pretty appalled by she that. She looked at it and said, you know what? The technique is there. I see yeah. the potential. If, Like I say, boom, if I yeah. hit it. That's, and, and let me, uh, that's the thing. Like, yeah. after, when I start make contact with the ball, after that happened, because that wasn't the end, I got it on the green. That my last feel, swing, the ball went on the green. I feel like we need to go to Top Golf and see who could drive the ball the furthest. Me. On a on, on a real note, I think yeah. sometimes like I think we won't know exactly what the ramifications of East Palestine um what that train spill is gonna be for years. Yeah, ago. I mean the news was covering it a lot initially. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. initially it was kinda and then everybody made a big deal that they weren't covering enough and then they were covering a lot and now it's like, no, you know, now everybody else has gone into a, a million other horrible things that have happened in this country since then. And, you know, the, the people there are basically screwed. It's really awful. Yeah. And it's you like, know? you know, you, you never, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't throw like Chernobyl out there or anything like that, but you just never know what the Chernobyl. health effects or some uh, health effects are, you know, when you. When Honestly, it's, I hate to say it, but we don't even know if it's affecting us. We're not that far away. Yeah, the wind, right. you yeah. know, takes the. The water, who the hell knows? It's very scary. It's terrible. And well, the water was kind of. That was Poland what? Springs. That was a bad batch of Poland Springs water. Or water yeah, see? Our Poland Spring there. water was, was pretty <laughs> shady. Uh, all right, whatever. Go ahead. Now, it wasn't Poland Spring. Go ahead. Uh, whatever. No, whatever. We, we, we're good with Poland Spring. We do like Poland yeah. Spring. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to a little Cavs talk real quick. Oh, there's an alarm. Somebody shut up the alarm in the parking lot. <laughs> for crying out loud. That's uh, all. It's off, too. It actually went off is with the Cavaliers and it is brought to us today by our good friends over at the USFL family friendly fun for everyone tickets less than ten dollars check them out at usfl.com boogie will be back next week the boogie. took a bad L this weekend but they will be yeah. back in full force the USFL I gotta say though no offense to USFL we love them we're happy to they're part of the show but like is there any sport that's not good family fun fair Man, I'm sure USFL is good family. I mean, Track. there's a lot. There's, there's like Track? MMA. You wouldn't take your daughter to watch MMA. Why not? Like people. What? Because if you get knocked out, people why. get kicked in the team. You can take your son, but not your daughter. And not even at, after a certain Neither. age. If you go, if I'm about to lose, I don't want I my kids. I took my son to see wrestling. What's the difference? It's fake. <laughs> not, you stop saying that. That's not fake. It's scripted. It's not that either. It's, 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 it's 1,000% okay. real. Okay. 
I don't know what y'all talking about. When they, listen, when the D, when the Dudley boys put them people through the table, the they, Dudley boys. What? I don't know any brother. Are you serious? Devon, get the table. Don't you don't know the, that? No. You know the Dudley yeah, boys? Of course. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong Who with that? Who the hell him? are the Dudley boys? Are they in the WWE? Yes. Are you serious? I you don't. Know? I've watched, you know how popular I've watched the WWE twice in the last 30 it's years. It's like Bill Mafia, like, but they was they did the 3D all the time. I don't know. Oh, so, man. so he, yeah. was, he took like old it's women and do scripted. No, it ain't. It's, of course it, it is. No, it ain't. The bottom line is I would let I, my I'd let my son watch the uh, uh, MMA. Why not? At what age? It's, just, it's <laughs> 10. I mean, he's a little older now. Like you, 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 y'all hang out and stuff. Like, what if go? he was? What if he was five? Ah, no. probably not. But okay. there you go. Yeah, all right, yeah, that's what we talking about. That is not good family fun. <laughs> until certain age. It's family fun. Whatever. Right, so cockfighting? You taking the kid to cockfighting? To what? <laughs> you, you are hilarious. You never heard of cockfighting? Yeah, but. Uh, would I take my kids? I think, <laughs> of course I would. I think, <laughs> I, I, no. I think my wife used to like fight chickens. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like that's You serious. mean she got in the ring against the chickens? She used to fight chickens. <laughs> Evidently, you could fight spiders. There's a whole nother spiders. World. Yeah, she used to like, like a human versus a spider. No, no, spiders versus spiders. I would, I would have actually, your own spider. I'd be actually interested in seeing that. She trains them. What? Did How she, do you train a spider? Is said, that possible? She said you had to starve them and don't eat them. <laughs> let them eat. I said, listen. I don't think we want to. You want to share anymore? I said, this story. I, said, I said, sweetheart, you live in enough. This did not happen in America, folks. This was don't this, this was in the mountains of the great uh, country of the Philippines in the 1980s. So don't get mad at me. I'm just saying. Uh, well, let's get let's get new. let's bring it back in. I'm gonna yeah. reel us back bring, in. Bring it real back. Oh no, if I can come back to the All NBA First Team Defensive Unit. Yeah. He was the only Cav who made out of the first or second team. Jared Allen did receive some votes. Yeah. We, we did our whole Mobley. He could have won Defensive Player of the Year. He finished third in the voting. But the question I want to ask to you guys today based on is, this do is, do we give a rat's ass that he won this? <laughs> I don't give a rat's do ass. You, do you care that he made the first because team he, All-NBA No, team? because he's got to be a better player. I, I The problem right now is I'm so sour on the Cavs yeah, because of the way the season ends I'm that I don't want to hear about any awards they won. I don't care about finishing first team on defense. Listen. How can I trust this list when there's two white guys on the old defensive team? There's no way two white guys are five best defenders in the league. That's wow. impossible. Wow. The list is fraudulent. Wow. Um, what I'm going to say, <laughs> what I'm going to say is, yeah. do I care? Yeah. It's nice. It's a feather in his cap. Yeah. I mean, it's it shows that his his stock is going upwards. Obviously, you know, you, we would like for him to be better offensively, and I think the real test would be once he bulks up. You know, and and will he be better without Jared Allen? Can he hold the fort yeah, now without I, Jared Allen? I don't know that Jared Allen's not going to. You know, I think Jared Allen's going to be here. That's like a, I said, can he hold the fort down without Jared that's Allen? Can he be the main Well, you guys are convinced guy. he's going to be gone, Jared that, Allen? That, that, that's, that's not what I'm saying. Well, that, All I'm saying is I, I think it's a better lineup out there that could yeah. be, be put on I the floor. I just don't feel down on the team. Like, I can't. I, I, I just don't I. I just didn't want to talk about the Cavs because it was so depressing the way the season ended. Because here, here's here's and now the Knicks suck. Like the Knicks <laughs> look like crap against Miami. And Miami's the eight seed. And, and it's, the, it's the I, Miami trip. I, I'm gonna say something, and this is complete facts, and this is just the way it is. So you feel the way you feel about your sports teams based on the way <laughs> the climate is in that particular sport. 
We like the Guardians because the Guardians play in a division where they cannot, they don't have to play that well, and they all, they're always in contention. They will always be in contention in the Central, and because they do something well, which is mind pitching and, and, and figure out, and they got a really good, great coach, that you never can be down on the Guardians based upon their, their circumstances. At least not long term. And they long term. Right. In the moment, you're a little down. But yeah. moment, but you, now in football, football is cyclical. It's every different year. There's Jaguars were terrible next year in the playoffs. Right. It's the worst of first every year. And if you get a quarterback, you can always be in a conversation. That's right. So if the Browns are terrible from year to year, there's always some level of hope. Well, McNuggets in the NBA is different because in the NBA, you, you can be a middling team and you can even have Bradley Beal and John Wall and some of these mid guys and it don't mean nothing if you ain't got the, that top that top tier squad. And as long as these other dudes is walking around and as long as Kevin Durant is alive or LeBron is alive or Giannis is alive. Mm. You look at the Cavs as a nice group of guys that can get three, four seed, but you know when you see a star. So you're saying they need somebody elite. That's well, you what know, you, they don't have an elite And you know what's player. particularly frustrating, guys, is that the NBA, by and large, I agree with what Gene Bush said. This year, though, it feels a little more open than it has ever been. Yes. And yet the Cavs are still not on that <laughs> they, level. They sold like, us a Usually dream. it's just one or two teams. Right now it feels like any team still playing. Could win. Could win. Could win. Yeah. Except for the Knicks, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah. But, like, still. the rest of the teams, I've, I've, like, I can, you know, even the Warriors, I, until they lose that series, <laughs> I'm not counting them out. Yeah, it's like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, I'm not counting out the Celtics. They're down 3-2. I'm not counting out the Suns. They're down 3-2. I just saw Bam Adebayo, right? Play the point guard. Like, just become a point guard in the playoffs. And this is what I've been trying to tell people. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You can be, uh, uh, you, you can be an a, a imitator or innovator. Now, the guys that's doing it on the playoffs, they doing it in a way we haven't even seen. But that's just a prerequisite to even be in a conversation, Tyvis. Like, like Bam out of bio running point. Spolster, Spolster, it doesn't matter how they're going to play. He's a playoff coach. He's going to get it right. It's just, you just look at these people and you look at the, the, the pieces that they've acquired, accumulated. So it, it seems crazy that I have, we sit here and we have to prognosticate on Jared Allen. When Jared Allen to the that's self check. They don't look at Jared Allen as somebody they got to worry about. You know, that ain't what? Caps, uh, yeah, right. All and I it's know. like and these other teams have all these guys like that step up off the bench <laughs> and have big games. Yeah, the Cavs don't have well, any we knew that we knew that yeah. we knew that our bench wasn't that great. We thought Karis Levert would be that and he had the one game he did have the one where game. he did that. But yeah. it's funny to me if you look at the, the teams that's still playing, I'd say like three or four of them 
all have seven footers that bring can bring the ball up. You think of the you think of the Sun. Now it's cheating because the Suns right. got Kevin Durant. Right. But you think the, jo- the Joker guy can do it. Bam can do it. And B and B can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so Man. let me ask you this: based yeah. off that, G and you mentioned Bam Adebayo as as the focal point here. If Evan Mobley turns into Bam Adebayo, reaches that level, Offensively? is that underselling his potential? Is that reaching what you think his ceiling could be? Like is where, where does Bam fit on the Evan Mobley? He could be this good. He could be that good. Where, I want him to Bam be better than Bam. If he's only Bam, the Cavs ain't winning nothing. nothing. I agree. If, if, if He's got to be Kevin Garnett. He needs to be. Evan, and so Evan Mobley, <laughs> there's a spectrum. If he's, if he's Bam out of bio, if he's Bam, they're going to be a fifth, sixth seed middling team, right? If he's LaMarcus Aldridge, they'll be a third or fourth type team. Oh my he goodness. needs to get to the point where he is Chris Bosh in Toronto. He is Kevin Garnett. Then they got a shot then, to win. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. then you got a shot. But you, I, I just be, th- I'll be trying to explain to people, but that means you're hoping that right. this dude is one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball right. if he's Garnett. Right. Or, or and right now, they, they just feel like one of those slapdick teams that makes the playoffs every year, but you know they're never going anywhere. Well, like the Pacers were forever. Yes. Like the Hawks were forever. I like just, the Raptors I, without I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kawhi. Until they got Kawhi. I want, I want the Cavs to turn into uh, like a Golden State, you know, where it's like they – I know, I know, no, listen. listen they to got tons I, of shooting. Listen, what, hard, listen hard, to what I'm saying. Right, go ahead. Listen, go ahead. Because that sound blasphemy. That, that, that hurt your sound blasphemy. But <laughs> let, let, me, let me explain. All right. They, they had a – they got a core group of guys, and they kept them together. And each year, they got better. Steph got, got with Clay, they got with Draymond, and they all got better. If you look at the Cavs, you got a DG, you got a Donovan, you yeah, got an Evan. Know, the problem is but Donovan's they, not going to stay here that long. Yep. If they don't, if he, if you win a championship, you don't think you'd stay. Well, I, they would have to win a championship next this year. year. Well, they got to make some. They got to do something. I asked you. <laughs> they got to. What, what can they do? They have to. They have to go to the finals. They got to do something. Didn't it seem like the Lakers this year? It felt like they had nothing to trade. Zero. And, and yet they, they got all. They got so <laughs> yeah, much better. Yeah, they did. They had nothing. They had nothing. They so got, so they don't tell. So got, they don't tell. Well, they got LeBron and AD. So that's. Yeah, and we no, added, obviously those guys yeah, are healthy right and, now. Yeah. But they, they added uh, that Hachimura guy. But don't, good. So don't tell they me that it's impossible guys. then. It, it's not. Don't but tell me it's impossible. They can do it. The, the, they could have got, got a Terrence Ross or something yeah, right. like that. They could. What did Josh Hart get traded they for? Band, they could have traded for Josh Hart got traded for a lot. Like They didn't have enough to get a guy like that. But the whole myth of the Cavs have no assets to move is false. Okay. You can package. They don't have first-round picks. That's already out the question. They traded those for Mitchell. Yeah. It was tra- have- It was like four second round picks getting traded for players. That's what I'm saying. They have second round picks. You have, I don't know how much they're valued, but you have a young guy like Akuro, Lavert. They weren't moving because he was in the last year of his deal. Last Jared year, Allen signed, had some value. Allen. So they do have pieces. And yeah. give Rob Palinka and the Lakers credit. What he pulled off yeah. was masterful at the deadline. I mean, they're a way better team right now. But let me just say this: Kobe Altman finished second in the year in Executive of the Year voting. When you are looked at around the league by your peers at that caliber, in my opinion, who you was, have to be who was first? The guy at Sacramento, which is weird. And gee, I'll get to you in one sec. Yeah, go ahead. When you when you have <laughs> when you're regarded in that that stratosphere, you have to be able to make moves on the margins. And the fact that old Altman sat back and said, "We're not going to make a move. We're good." I, There's always moves to be made, whether or not they <coughs> work in the long run. 
Yeah. TBD. Like, the Lakers' I, moves may not have worked. They've yeah. proven to work, but there are always moves to be and, made. And, by the way, I don't think Kobe Altman should have finished. The, all he did was a Donovan Mitchell trade. Now, Donovan was great in the regular season. He sucked when it mattered. But that's all he did. What else did he do? That was the only move. Did the Cavs make any other moves? Danny Green. And, and the move that could, that looks dumb at this point, get rid of Kevin Love for free. Right. Yeah. Why did he finish second? Well, the, it's funny. The, the why did Rob Palinka not finish second? The Kings guy who won. Yeah. All his moves were really made last year. I think too, Rob Palinka should have won. Yeah. Uh, he turned quick. nothing into into yeah. great play, uh, to good talent around the two best players. Absolutely. And before got rid of Westbrook. We, and before we continue the conversation, it is lunch o'clock, a.k.a. 12, which means right it's time it to remind the world that calling companies is having a golf championship. It is no longer college racing. It's college companies championship. That's See crazy. your favorite golf legends at college Co- companies championship July 12th to the 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club. Once again, Bull, it is family-friendly fun all week long featuring Good. a new fan zone, free attendance for kids, and concerts every night. There is something for everyone. Check them out at collegegolf.com. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 